Hello, welcome here. Welcome to our Survivorship Series, Episode 1. Today we will have Daryl Dean Santos interviewing me today, talking about Survivorship. So he should be joining us here in a moment, so just stay tuned. Hey, hey, thank you very much. I've been looking forward to this. How you been, man? Good, good. Outstanding. But yeah, so again, I'm, I'm sure you, I heard you already prepping the audience here and who's here with us. Um, again, it's uh, we're talking about survivorship and a little bit about the, your story. Again, you're the founder and the president of the Bags of Love Foundation. Um, I think right now with the people tuning in, I think it would be great to see if you could give us a, an idea more of what the Bag of Love Foundation is all about. Yes, so Bags of Love Foundation, you know, we are a nonprofit focused on providing hope to children affected by cancer and their families. So our programs include um, care packages, scholarships, and event tickets to like Dodger games and various events like that for patients. Gotcha, man. I mean, that's awesome. Again, I, I personally have known some people in my life that have um, experienced uh, cancer in different forms. I know there's different types of cancer. Um, and it's been difficult to see and imagine what people have gone through and their families have gone through because it's not just you, the individual, but it's actually you and everyone else that's connected with you, right? Yeah. Um, it really affects everyone around. Yeah. I, just to give some insight in regards to some of the people here uh, that are joining in, can you kind of talk a little bit more about your story with cancer? Yes, so it all started when I was 10 years old. Um, I was first diagnosed with uh, leukemia because um, it all started with, like, um, at school, I was feeling tired, had nausea, uh, various symptoms of just being, having fatigue. And so we went to the doctor for a checkup, and one thing led to another, and uh we found out that it was a uh, leukemia. And so I went through three years of, three and a half years of treatment, um, chemo, and um, I was in remission for like two two years before I came back again at 16 years old. So mm. at this time, I was a sophomore in high school. And so um, hearing it, that you have cancer for a second time during, uh, during high school was pretty hard pretty devastating on me at the time and then so I went through uh, the initial rounds of chemo but then the first rounds weren't uh, weren't um, the results weren't good enough where they the doctors didn't expect it uh, it didn't reach the doctor's expectations so um, they decided to go ahead and move forward with the bone marrow transplant and mm. so with the bone marrow transplant I went went ahead and went uh, through a uh, it's called a. Uh, uh, it's called, it's like a one week of really high dose chemotherapy and radiation. Mm-hmm. So with that, you, I had like melt sores, a um, bunch of different symptoms. Um, I was on like wow. mor- morphine, um, and so with that bone marrow transplant, um, that happened like two years ago now. So since then, I've been uh, in remission and pretty uh symptom free now that's awesome man again 
what a what a crazy journey again i can only imagine you know going through that and kind of want to dive a little bit deeper into those different experiences of what was going through your head but i mean congrats on being in remission right now things haven't been popping up and at the end with things like this that happen you really pushes us as individuals to do things that are beyond ourselves, such as this foundation that you put together uh, with Mags of Love Foundation. So again, man, I'm looking forward to seeing you accomplish more great things as life moves on. Um, I kind of want to move back to when you first started experiencing it, when you had your first, I guess, go around of cancer, you know, did it, did it really hit you hard or was it just more of like, Oh, I didn't know what this is. I just know there's, I have to go see doctors. Yeah. The first time around, um, it was more of like, I didn't really know what it was. Um, I just knew I was in the hospital. Um, I knew it wasn't good. And so it was a lot of, a lot of questions, um, that mm-hmm. I had, but once I, uh, this, once I like, um, the second time around, I knew exactly what I was, I was going to get, getting myself into so um i think it was a little worse uh at the beginning mm-hmm. at first knowing exactly what what you had to go through a second time yeah so with your second time going around it sounds like it, again you're like okay i need to get through it now it's like i can i know what's going to be happening you know where did you have a sense of hope after it happened for a second time, what was kind of going through your head? Um, second time, uh, in the beginning, it was just a little hard process. But after, you know, a while, you just you just know that there's always hope. And so you keep on going. And I never had any doubts or anything. That's awesome, man. So right now, again... With you experiencing what you have, overcoming cancer twice and remission now, and that's going through like COVID-19 right now, people being stuck at home, you know, what, what would be some like words of encouragement for for people out there right now that are chiming in or you have an opportunity to listen to this later? I mean, it would just be always look at the positive because no matter what you're going through, um, there's always a positive about it. You might not see the positive right now, but maybe later mm-hmm. on, in the future, you'll see that there is a positive outcome out of every negative thing that happens in your life. I agree with you 100%. I think we all plan on achieving something. And sometimes it's very tough because we'll, we'll have this goal to hit, hit, but then it, most of the times it never plays out the way we hope it will, but it still turns out better than where we were. Yeah, I don't know if you have anything personal that you could kind of relate to that. Um, I think it would be like, uh, you know, the first time, second time around when I had cancer, you know, at first, uh, you're really like, why, why does this have to happen to us? And then later on, you realize that the bigger purpose of like, now I'm here giving back to the community. And so that really is the bigger purpose and the positive side about everything that happened to me. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's when we start taking our eyes off of ourselves and onto other people and try to help their quality of life improve, um, I feel like we, we stop thinking about ourselves and it makes us feel better because now we're focusing more on, on, on the other people and try to help them and give them that more of a positive, 
you know, feeling, you know, I think one of the, what comes to mind is one of those, uh, what do you call it, quotes, uh, people don't remember what you did, um, they don't remember what you said, but they will remember how they made you feel, and I think, you know, during crazy times, just like COVID-19, or going through cancer, and, you know, trying to overcome that, you know, most of the time it's like, okay, did I, you know, did I have hope going through it all? Or was I, was I just treated unfairly? Or did I feel loved throughout the entire process? And I think um, when people go through cancer, from what I hear, a lot of it's just feeling that love and support from their family members and knowing that they're there. Yeah. Yeah, it's... um. That's good. Yeah, it really is about, like, having the... You're just the support of your family and friends, knowing that they're they're there for you. I mean, it really does help. Mm-hmm. For sure. When when it comes to the Bags of Love Foundation, I, I know you had some plans on expanding your organization throughout, you know, uh, beyond Bakersfield. You want to kind of talk about that? Yes. Yeah, so our future here is to be able to provide our programs and promote childhood cancer awareness throughout um California mm-hmm. and hopefully one day um, throughout the whole nation. Um, so with that, uh, we really plan to uh, expand our chapter clubs to different universi- universities like um, UC uh, San Diego, UC Berkeley, UC Irvine, Cal State Northbridge, um, and various uh, other college campuses around. And then um, with that, we will have uh, we will have just our organizations providing um, our programs to their local um, their local communities and spreading childhood cancer awareness. And then uh, we want to also have like a, a camp, a camp yeah. to be able to provide uh, cancer patients the opportunity to attend the camp and bond with other survivors uh, over the same experiences. Oh, wow. That's pretty awesome. And again, I know this is not just talk in regards to um, having your foundation on different campuses. Um, wasn't there already some progress before this whole COVID-19 was happening? Yes. So um, we were planning to have most of these campuses up and running this semester. But with the COVID-19 closing down many of these college campuses, um, mm-hmm. we can't like move forward with the uh, with starting these clubs and organizations on these college campuses. So we're waiting till uh, we return back to uh, our universities to get them all up and running. There you go. And then how many campuses did you already have on board? Um, So total, I believe it was about 10. That's awesome. I mean, sooner, uh, again, that impact is just going to spread like wildfire. Once you get the 10 and you have people, because. I think on one hand, like if you talk to five people in your friends group, I'm sure they either know someone or have experienced it uh, of having someone have cancer or know someone that has had cancer. And um, again, I think it's a topic that can relate to everyone. Again, I've been fortunate enough not to have someone in my family deal. Well, actually, I like it. My aunt, actually, she's just some form of it, again, something not really talked about much. And I don't know if that's kind of a normal thing. Or I guess some people want to stay to themselves when going through things. Um, 
but yeah, you know, so there you go. My aunt, my, my aunt's in the Bay area, you know, she's kind of dealing with it, but I don't think it's too severe because she hasn't really been going into many, uh, I guess, chemo, um, appointments. I think she, they had some other alternatives like a pill, I believe there's like, again, something different. We can not know too much about it, but knowing that it's still pretty close to home, it's pretty crazy. My wife's, my wife's sister, no, my wife's mom's sister <laughs> is, uh, she, she had cancer and then her mom's best friend also had cancer and she passed away probably in the last five years wow. from it. So yeah, it's, it's crazy when you, when we start talking about, uh, survivorship, again, it's not just the individual, it's also the families as well, because they're, they're right there in the fight with you. You know, since then, have you talked to your, have you had an opportunity to talk to more but with your family? Um, regarding, you know, how do they fight through it? What was their mentality? Um, yeah, like, um, they always just try to, they always supported me and, uh, were always there by my side, you know, during, throughout these appointments. Um, they always like, um, my mom always stayed in uh, my uh, room with me overnight, stayed mm -hmm. in the hospitals, wherever I was at, whether it, whether it was in, uh, whether it was in uh, Valley Children's Hospital or City of Hope, you know, um, yeah, they always supported supported me and uh, stayed by my side. That's great, man. You know, what are, are is there anything that you want to? I guess if you had a, a message board somewhere in the world that's has the most traffic, what would you have on that board? Like, what would be your message? My message would be there's always hope that is our slogan mm -hmm. here and uh i really believe that there is because uh it's just about looking at the positive side you know if you really look at the positive side you realize that there is always hope no matter what situation you're in that's awesome man love it and so how can people best support the bags of love foundation um it could be various ways whether they want to donate directly on our website um, follow us on Instagram, mm -hmm. volunteer, um, or start their own chapter club at their own school, you know? Yeah, there you go. And I guess, is there any upcoming things? Again, I know COVID is kind of putting a halt to a lot of things, but things are starting to slowly starting to open up more again. Um, is there anything coming up that we want to share in regards to partnering up with the community? Any, I guess, fundraisers on Instagram or Facebook that you're going to be putting on for the Bagsville Foundation? Um, right now, we're just continuing this podcast and then um, Instagram live series. And then um, we hopefully, if everything come, um, opens back up, we should be having our second annual Go For A Cure dance fundraiser on August 23rd. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we're just... Um, Looking at looking at that and seeing um how COVID nineteen is affecting that right now. Cool, sounds exciting. So I guess just the last few questions here for uh, Julian. It would be as to um, what you know, where can they find you? How can they get in contact with you if they want to help? BagsofLoveFoundation dot com. That's our main website, our only website, and uh, from there you could. Uh, to have a, you could contact us there. You could follow our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, mm -hmm. YouTube. So from there, you have a, you have all the information that you need. 
Gotcha. You want to give them a, well, we're on Instagram already, so they should have been able to find you, but how can they find you on, on Facebook? Is there, is it bag, bags of love foundation underscore as well? Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it guys. Julian Castaneda right here, founder and president of the bags of love foundation. Again, two times a cancer survivor, man. Again, um, had, had, when we first, when I first chatted with Julian, we were on the phone for, almost two hours just chatting up about life and and other ways to pretty much just better yourself and the message that we want to leave out to the world. Um, and I think bottom line for a lot of people, no matter what it is that we do, we really just want to be, um, you know, an, an impact player and also to be able to just be able to resource and serve our people, serve the community, be a lover of humans. And I think that's probably the biggest thing that, Julian and I want to be able to get across because there's so much negativity out there in the world and we just want to be the, that that light because I want to have one candle and I give light Julian's candle. Again, nothing takes away from my light and that light just continues to spread. So I think it, Julian said if we could continue going out and just being the light and being positive for people, we're going to be able to have, you know, a great turnout in regards to, you know, the impact that we can make in our community. Any last words, Julian? I just want to thank everyone here for uh, watching and thank you for your support. All right. Sounds great. Well, Julian, thank you again for the time. Again, if uh, I don't know if you're going to be saving and uploading this, but other than that, you guys have a good day. Julian, you have a fantastic day, my friend. You too. Thank you.